Welcome to another edition of Intentional Conversations. This is Mike Salen of Cake Beer Men, and I thank you for joining us today. This is a program where men's ministry leader interviews leaders in men's ministry. And on this program, we talk with men who have a vested interest in helping men to be the men God has called us to be. Today, I have Mike Sexton with me. Mike and I have known each other for a number of years. Mike is one of the founders of Carolina Men, who, which we'll be talking about today. And it is a ministry that is aimed to connect men rather than to hide the, have them we get tongued out here. Let me say that again. A ministry that, that is aimed to connect men rather than having them fly solo. So, Mike, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Mike. Good to see you. Good, good to see you too. Well, tell me, what is Carolina Men? You know, where where did this concept come up about Carolina Men, and and uh, how did God lead you into this? Uh, this came out of uh, an Iron Sharpens Iron conference that we did here in Charlotte. What was that? Two thousand and seventeen. Uh, and a couple guys got together and said, "Hey, let's see if we can't figure out how to get some men's groups together and find out what guys are doing out there." So we started building a list. Mm -hmm. um, and through a spreadsheet um, and then building a Facebook page, which is God's Carolina Men, we started capturing where these guys are meeting, what days of the week. Um, and I've broken it down by days of the week and by zip code so that if they run into a man out there that's flying solo, trying to figure it out on his own, he can get plugged into a group near him. So what kind of groups are you talking about that's on here? I mean, is it uh, does it have to be a church group or is it just a, a group of men who has a desire to study the word of God? Or is it, uh, can it be uh, like a, an activities group of some sorts that can, can be a part of this? It could be all of that. There's, there's guys out there meeting for Bible studies at Panera Bread or having breakfast, inviting the public to come, men in the public to come. Once a month, there's um, events taking place with conferences uh -huh. and and outdoor events. Like there's a one group here locally that started up um, called Every Man that did a hike last week up Crowder's Mountain. They invited men with their sons to just come out and hike the mountain and then have breakfast afterwards. Wow. So, so what kind of what kind of results have you heard from guys out there and men out there and organizations out there that has uh, uh, reached out to you? Have you heard any kind of feedback yet on, on how this is all working? Well, they love the heart of it and the fact that they can meet some men that are showing up at their group that may be visiting town. And if they're in Western North Carolina and they live in Wilmington, they can get plugged into a group in Wilmington and continue rather than just trying to figure it out on their own. Yeah. Yeah. I know I was talking to someone last night about their, about their meeting that they do with the men and I was talking to them about Carolina men. And if they would like to have their organization uh, included on that, and of course they thought it was a great idea, and I shared that fact that you know it'd be like if guys were traveling in from out of state or even from another part of this state uh, where we located at, if they were trying to find uh, a men's Bible study or something that they can participate in while they're in town, that's a good way for them to find that, isn't it? It is, and it's you know you, we all love to take a road trip, yeah. You know, to know that there's a Iron Sharpens Iron Conference or Promise Keeper is, you know, from my day back starting my life of Christ was big. Um, that you can get a band of brothers together, get in the car or rent a van and mm -hmm. take a road trip for two, three days. 
Um, yeah. It builds a lot of camaraderie and, and amazing relationships with men to just understand that they got somebody that's got their back. Yeah, it, it, it's it's one of the things that uh, I think men uh, don't fully fully understand the importance of uh, Christian brothers having having relationships, having relationships with each other, being being there for each other, and uh, and not just not just uh, not just on a superficial level, but to get deep into their relationship with each other as far as helping them to be able to walk through issues of life. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of men that, that fall into the trap of um, they don't need to ask for help. You know, the old joke about don't pull out a map, I'll find oh, yeah. my way, and oh, wind yeah. up in a dead oh, end yeah. somewhere. Um, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and be a man, so to speak. You know, yeah, and you can you can you can do this. You don't need help. I don't need help. You know, exactly. Yeah, we get that kind of uh, uh, talk a lot of times from people who men who don't fully understand what it means to. Uh, to be there, because you know the scripture is very clear. Anybody that's listened to me for any length of time uh, through this podcast or heard me speak, I quote uh, an Ecclesiastes verse very frequently that talks about two is better than one because they have a great return on their labor. For if one falls down, there's another there to lift him up. And there's even a warning there in that tenth tenth verse. There's a warning there. It says, "Pity the man who doesn't have somebody to lift him up." Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, we're Carolina men. Yeah. So Carolina men's kind of, kind of about that. It's helping men to understand the connections that they need to have with each other men, isn't it? Exactly. And it's also very much Ephesians six. Yeah. Where we're in a battle and we need each other, have each other's back, and to help each other get that armor on so we can go into the war together. Instead. Oh yeah. We used to. We used, we used to have a mentor. But, you know, I think you and I both had the same mentor there. He used to talk about the battle for men's souls all the time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and that's what we're in, you know, the battle for men's souls. We need but each other to be there. It's classic that the enemy's going to try to isolate you and get you off on your own so he can pick you off. Oh so. uh, yeah, he does a good job, and he's got some, he's got some, um, some programs and and stuff out there that can really uh, trap you if you're not careful, uh, yeah. especially especially on the internet. Well, Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself. When did you come to Christ and and um, and uh, how's God used you since you've come to Christ? Well, it's it really it started with men's ministries. When I got married in California, um, my wife and I moved here within three months. And I wasn't a believer. Lisa was. And she um, found a church in the neighborhood. We started going to a little charismatic Episcopal church that was in mission status. I think there was 35 families as part of the church. And the pastor is a guy from upstate New York, which is where I'm from originally, that we made a connection. He was a fun guy. He and his wife he used to have a clown ministry, and uh, he was just a classic Jesus freak, just a fun guy. So Lisa would call him when she was at work during the day, and I wasn't saying, hey, Jeff, why don't you call Mike and, and go play tennis? So Jeff and I started playing tennis um, on a regular basis, and then he invited me to a men's retreat up at Ridgecrest. Mm-hmm. And um, I went up there hungover um, and found myself surrendering my life. And God took a addiction of alcohol away from me immediately. Um, and I've been free ever since. So because of those four or five guys in that men's ministry at that church, uh, I've had a passion for men's ministry since. Yeah, and how important yeah, it is yeah. for us to have a band of brothers around us that we can rely on, support each other and, and just know that we're not alone. 
How long ago was that? 30 years ago this month, February 19, 30 years. 1993. 30 years ago. Well, yeah. God's used you mightily. I know that because I remember when we connected years ago, you know, he was using me then when we saw him. That was when they were doing ISI conferences in, in Charlotte at that time. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, but anyway, we're, we're, we're thankful that God captured your heart and, and is now using you mightily in so many ways. And, uh, you're touching a lot of people. I know that you're touching yeah. people all over, all over the state of North Carolina and down into South Carolina also. But we so, all have opportunities. God puts people in front of us all day long. We just don't always pay attention and know what he's up to. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. As you, as you talk to men and, and you hear men kind of share their feelings and share what's going on in, your, in their lives, what do you think men are struggling with today? What do you think the biggest thing is that, uh, men need help on and for other men to recognize their guys out there to help them. Yeah. I think the biggest challenge is what we talked about earlier. And that is men asking for help and feeling they have to figure it out on their own. And we know that's a, a tremendous lie that the enemy plants in us. So mm -hmm. that's a big struggle that I come across with guys is they think the mistake they've made or the sin they've committed, they're mm -hmm. the only guy that's ever done it. And and they find in a circle of 10, 12 guys that eight or 10 of them committed the exact same sin. So oh, yeah. struggling with the same issue, whether it's pornography or, or just relationship stuff with their wives or whatever it is, is they find common ground that they're and just realizing they're not the only one that's dealt with it. Yeah. I don't know how many times, you know, the old joke is, and, but you know, it's not exactly the way it happens, but, Guys will be sitting in a circle somewhere and they'll be talking and somebody will finally open up and be transparent and vulnerable to, to an issue that's going on in their life. And, and other guys will look at them and say, you too, you know, and, um, you know, because, you know, they're, they're thinking, like you said, um, nobody else is dealing with what I'm dealing with. Nobody else is struggling with what I'm struggling with. And, and last Saturday we had a guy step up and speak at a red truck men's event in a circle. He had gotten an invite at a coffee shop the week before and decided to show up. And as it turns out, he's been very successful in business, top sales guy, had it all together, house, car, all that stuff, but he was feeling empty, uh, huge boy. And, and just to be able to get plugged in and connected with some guys, um, he's on the road to, to really getting free. Amen. That's good. That's good. That's a, that's a great, that's a great word right there to help men to understand the importance of that. You know, we, we talked about, in fact, I was talking to somebody earlier today about the importance of uh, when we do various events, um, whether, whatever that event may be, uh, to have a next right step for your men to take. And, uh, and don't think, uh, don't go out there with the expectation that 100% of the men that are at the event will take the step. But if you have one guy to take the step, then you've been successful. Exactly. Uh, yep. They, they, it's very they, much about legacy too. A lot of guys get, get oh. caught up in how successful they are in business mm -hmm. or whatever it is they're doing and don't think of the eternal aspect of, you know, being a child of God and, and embracing that and yeah. realizing that that's really the most important thing is. is yeah, it, it, it is. And, and we get, we get wrapped up. Men get wrapped up a lot of times in, and, um, you know, being successful, um, mm -hmm. you know, you know, 
making a large income, walking up the corporate ladder, so to speak. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and you, you can look at that in from many different ways. You know, if you're looking at it from a sports venue, from, from, uh, being, being the all-star, you know, being the one everybody talks about, you know, but, you know they, we, we get wrapped up and want to have that notoriety, those yeah. achievements, so, so to speak. And I worked in film in a sports production for years, yeah. you know, sports remotes, and then in film and television. And I can't fit on one hand how many people I came across working in the film industry, the television industry, that were living in their car. They couldn't afford a house, but they had a nice BMW or Mercedes. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Just so like you know, to show of it, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I've seen that too, and that's yeah. that's that's the issue uh, that uh, I, I, uh, uh, that a lot of guys a lot of guys do is, is trying to be somebody that they're really not, and, uh, and then, yeah. yeah, they're looking for that status. But you know, God creates us all for different reasons, and He uses us in different areas. And if we we turn ourselves over to Him and allow Him to use us. Uh, we will be much happier in our walk in this world, in our yeah. walk with them, but we're not. Yeah, we don't have to figure it all out. I mean, clearly, First no. Peter chapter 4, verse 10, it, it speaks to, to gifts and talents that God's given us, and it's yeah. our responsibility to act on those. Yeah. And that but, you know, and, you know, stay in our lane. Yeah, God, gives, God has, um, he has called us all into you know if you're a child of a child of his he has called us all to a particular task yeah uh, some of those tasks are you know could be uh, uh mission work some of those tasks could be cleaning somebody's yard somebody some of those tasks could be uh producing conferences like you and i have done uh mm-hmm. some of some of them could be uh um uh, just being there for your neighbor mm-hmm. and then of course uh, whatever he has called you to do he has gifted you for that task and uh, I've heard people many times say, I don't have a gift to do that. Um, and I have to tell them, you know, you do have a gift. You have to, I have to encourage them and help them to understand that gift. And he's also has sent us. He's sending us somewhere that a lot of people don't realize. You know, he's called us. He's gifted us. And, and whatever he's called us and gifted us to do, he's sending us. And that sending is not necessarily going across the ocean to a different country or across the state or right. or anything like that. It could be just going next door to your neighbor or yep. dealing with or dealing with a coworker. You know? Yeah. But he's called us all to do that as men, and we need to we need to open ourselves up and be ready to do that. And that goes back to the fact that what helps us to be able to do that is not only the uh, obviously it's God and what He's given us, but the encouragement we receive from other guys because we connect with those guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by seeing what they, yeah, seeing what they're doing, watching what they're doing, listening to what they're doing, and that gives us the encouragement to go out and do what God's called us to do. Yeah, yeah. Obedience is hard, and and uh, when you're out there on that limb by yourself, it's it can get pretty scary. Uh, yeah, but knowing there's yeah. somebody that's got your holding onto your foot while you reach, <laughs> it's comforting. <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. It is, that is so true. Well, Michael, how can to miss a lot what's going on right in front of us, too? I, I know I've been in a couple of situations working at the airport as a gate agent where I've had passengers that are dealing with stuff that we wouldn't even dream of having to deal with. Mm, mm. 
Uh, one woman I helped get out to a plane early and ask her what she needed prayer for. And she was going home to bury her 17-year-old who was shot by her 25-year-old. Oh, my gracious. Yeah. So we think we got burdens. There's people that are dealing with a lot heavier stuff. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. I can imagine the heavy heart she had, you know, dealing with She's got lost one and essentially lost the other one because of his actions. And uh, yeah. so it's, it's uh, that's yeah, tough. Do. We got to abuse, embrace them, give them a, a comforting word, or or take the time to pray with them if that's what God's calling yeah. us to do. Yeah. yeah. You know, one of the things that uh, God has really laid on my heart this year, Mike, is uh, the fact that we need to speak into our next generation. We need to be speaking into their lives. Uh, we need to make ourselves available um, to as we raise up the next generation and for them to take over. Because, you know, let's face it, unless the Lord returns, you and I are not going to be here. Yeah. Uh, forever and uh and somebody is going to take over what we're doing we need yeah. to be training training people to to step up and i can see where carolina men could be very helpful in that area is, is connecting men to each other to so they can connect with those guys who've been speaking to their speaking to their lives mm -hmm. yeah and then there's no wrong way of doing it and yeah just invite a guy to sit down and have coffee with you um, before he goes to work or it could be going to work out if you have three nation that's taken off globally, it's just, you know, find common ground with, with the brother guy in the neighborhood or, or your sibling and go out and do some pushups, do some run around the track a couple of times and, and give each other encouraging word. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's so true. And, and we do need those, those kinds of stuff. Well, Mike, how would people get their event or their, Study groups, whatever, connected to the Carolina Men Facebook page. How would they? How would they? They they, they get included into what Carolina Men are doing? Uh, the easiest way would go out to the page, God's Carolina Men, and and like it and follow it. Um, and then you can private message through there, or mm -hmm. send me an email at God's Carolina Men at yahoo.com. Yeah. Okay. And so love to know if they got a group that's meeting when when it's meeting. Uh, and who the point of contact is, whether it's a phone number or an email address. Okay, that's good. And how far how far reaching is this? Is this just in North Carolina, or is it North Carolina, South Carolina? How far do you do you? Do you We've got right now. We got forty two groups listed. Mm -hmm. um, some as far east as um, Four City, um, going out to Tryon, North Carolina, which is what past Shelby on close to 26. Mm -hmm. We got connected with those guys because we had someone reach out um, when we talked about groups who was in Saluda and was looking for a group. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple groups out there, one called the Forge that they get together and have big bonfires and that kind of thing. Um, we've got a lot in the upstate of South Carolina um, because Charlotte Metro covers quite a bit of the upstate. Um, mm -hmm. But we'd love to get groups in, in Charleston and Columbia and in the western southern part of Columbia. Uh, mm -hmm. And personally, I think God's plan is to maybe get this thing nationwide to just help guys understand when they come to Charlotte in a business group meeting, there's a group here that they can meet with rather than hanging out in their hotel room and get themselves in trouble. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what happens a lot of times. A lot of times, uh, guys that are traveling for their business are usually traveling alone and that's uh that can be um 
that can be very tempting for for us guys who, who did that for a living and and you get out there you get away from your family and you're away from them for, for days at a time and that can be very tempting you and you need men in your life um and uh i am you know uh, i i'm blessed that that uh, the Lord developed the Zoom process. I know there are people out there that takes credit for, for creating it, but God is the one that gave them the idea to do it and how to mm-hmm. develop it. And it can be it's being used now for the glory of God. I know I have a guy that that uh, zooms in and, and joins me uh, every week uh, because he's a long haul truck driver. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, on, he's on the Zoom every week, and, and I think that's very important to utilize yep. stuff like that. So, yeah, any point uh, of club connection, you know, it yeah. could be a lifeline for a guy. Oh yeah, it most definitely can, and and I would encourage guys that are men that are out there to really utilize, get to learn how to use the technology for God's glory, and uh, be able to reach and connect men that way. I mean, mm-hmm. I've done I've done Bible studies, I've done discipleship groups uh, using the Zoom process, and the interesting thing is, is that. Um, you don't have to be in the same town. You don't have to be in the same neighborhood. You know, That's right. uh, I've had guys from you know all over uh, uh, as far away as New York be yeah. on be on a, a discipleship meeting uh, where we, we work through a process. So utilize that it's connection. That's the key. It's connecting yeah. with each other. And exactly. To each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. good. Uh, well, Michael, I'm going. I'm going to let you uh, tell me, uh, give me some information here as far as what you think. What 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 is the one thing that you would want men to know the importance of, and and, and why it is so important for them to be connected? Well, I think it, the, the number one thing for me personally in my journey has been that the enemy's going to come for you. Mm-hmm. He's on the on the prowl all the time, looking for a little crack in the armor. And when we're on our own, isolated, and trying to figure things out on our own, he's going to try to pick us off and blow us up. Um, so, so get with somebody that you can you can call um, or text, um, or knock on their door if they're in the neighborhood. That you can just have that lifeline, so that when the enemy tempts you with the internet or whatever the challenge is, that you can get somebody to get you back on track. Um, amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That that is so important. That's so important for us. I know one one of the verses I use a lot of times too is comes out of First Thessalonians chapter two verse eight says we were so desirous of you that we were pleased to share with you not only the gospel of God but also our own lives, our very yeah. lives, because you were so dear to us. And and it's so important for us men to to know that. I know uh, uh, we did a uh, Iron Sharp Design did a survey back in two thousand nineteen that um, um, got a report back from the millennial age men, uh, which you know, you know, as good as I do, they're, they're entering their early 40s now to, mm-hmm. this yeah. year. And, uh, uh, and they, uh, uh, one of the things they said they would like to have be connected with is a man that's 50 years old or older that was speaking to their lives. Um, and, and that blessed my heart to know that uh, 63% of them uh, made that statement that they would like yeah. to have somebody like that yeah and it's funny because that's that holds true regardless how old you are i'm getting set to turn 67 and i got a guy 86 years old um that i tap his shoulder quite often just to get some advice and insights from him um, yeah 
Yeah. You can always, always be learning from, from somebody. I tell you what, it doesn't matter how old you are. Uh, you could be 20 years old or you could be 100 years old. Yeah. And you need to, and you need to, uh, you need to be still connected. And Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's, it's very important for, for guys to be able to do that. Um, uh, I remember hearing a story one time of a man that was, it was in his eighties also, he was looking for somebody who couldn't mentor him. He went to a younger guy who he felt was pretty strong in the word and asked him if, if they, he would mentor him. And the young guy said, uh, wait a minute, now you need to be mentoring me. Said, yeah. Uh-uh. He says, I need, I need people like you to talk to in my life, too. So it doesn't matter how old you are. That's right. Younger, older, whatever the case may be. Exactly. You need to be available to speak into other lives. Mm -hmm. and be there yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there's, a, there's a chance there's somebody right in front of you you don't even realize. It, it oh. I need to provide that for you. Yeah, be open. Yeah, be open. Be available for them. Mike, we're coming up on our time. We're, we're going to start wrapping up here. And I appreciate everything you said. So. I want to reiterate um, one of the things you do have a Facebook page on Carolina men. I want to put that see if I can, uh, put that up there for our, our viewing audience that's watching this on our, our video. But for those of you who are um, uh, listening to us, it's on Facebook.com/slash Carolina God's Carolina Men. Just go out on right. Facebook and and search for God's Carolina Men, and you will find it. And exactly. uh, it, it is great. Uh, I'm looking at it now. There's a lot of great information on there that you can you can pull and see what's happening. Uh, mostly right now, uh, like Mike was saying, in the Charlotte metro uh, metroplex, but but it's starting to add up to others. I see you got some stuff down here in the southeast North Carolina now, uh, yeah. where I'm located at, and uh, so so it's starting to grow. And so guys, go out there and look at it and see see what's and contact Mike. Get up with Mike and let him know what you what you have going on uh, in your area that you would like to have connected with uh, Carolina men uh, just by emailing Mike at God's Carolina men at yahoo.com. Perfect. Yeah. Now, if I could just close with this, there's a map on that Facebook page that they can find these groups. And oh. the, legend, the legend on that map has the days of the week that they're meeting and times. Um, so you can just click on one of those or click on the little dot on the map and you'll find the contact information and then and the location where it's actually meeting. Um, oh, that's super. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's great. Yeah. You can find, you can find uh, a lot of good information there. I appreciate you sharing that. that uh, we didn't, we didn't get away before you shared that about the map and, and uh, they can actually see where these groups are physically meeting at. And, yeah. uh, and that, that's super. That's super. And then guys, Mike, for you. the guys out there that have a group, let me just, that have a group and are praying for an open chair to be filled next week, let us know because we want to get guys mm. plugged into your group as well. So mm. Just shoot us an email yes. when and where you're meeting and, and we'll get it added to the list. Right, right. That's super. Well, Mike, I appreciate you being with us today. It's it's a uh, well, good discussion. I'm, I'm I'm praying for Carolina men, and uh, I'm getting connected back uh, connected with Carolina men also with uh, what's going on. And uh, uh, I really look forward to seeing what God is going to do with this uh, particular ministry, connecting men all over the state of the Carolinas, between North and South Carolina, and probably even far reaching beyond that. I think I think it's going to be pretty pretty uh, pretty awesome to watch what God has to do. And, uh, and of course, if you once again, if you want to contact Mike, just reach out to, 
to uh, God's Carolina Men at yahoo.com, and you can find them on the Facebook page as uh, just by doing a search on God's Carolina Men. And I think I think you will be pleased to see what, uh, what what's going on. If you want to know more about Cake Fear Men, who produces this uh, podcast, just reach out to cakefearmen.net to our website, and you'll see uh, information there, especially about the iron sharpens iron conferences that are coming up in North Carolina over the next uh, couple of months, and uh, one in Wilmington, North Carolina, and one in Kannapolis, which is not far from where Mike's located at. And uh, and be sure to check out that information. I think you will be pleased if you would go. And if you want to reach out to me personally, you can email me at mike.sandlin at capefearmen.net. And I appreciate everything you may say. Send us, uh, send us some comments. Let us know what you thought about the program. Give us some ideas about what we can do, topics that we can do to uh, help you uh, be better informed of what's going on with men. And I thank you for listening to uh, Intentional Conversations with Mike Salmon, which is a production of Cape Fear Men, a men's ministry coalition. And like I said earlier, please leave a comment for us about this program. Help us to develop more programs to, to help you as men to fight the battle for men's souls. But now I'm going to leave you with this blessing. I pray God will give you a rock to stand on. He will give you a brook to drink from and a tree to shake it. This is Mike Salmon saying God bless. And I hope you will join me again on the next Intentional Conversations with Mike Salmon. Thank you.